Hello and welcome to Faking Lit, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about a book that we have read. My name is Chin C and guess what? I've got another funky song for you. Can we drop it down now? Burden and I'm back. Welcome back, Alice. Thanks. Who else is at this table with me right now? All right, I'm, I'm Lenny London. I'm also back. Oh Good my god, it's my good friend Lenny London. I don't know if we're, we're friends, but that's... well, yeah, um... you've never called me socially. That's very true, but then I, it's because I feel a bit awkward about like hanging out with a guy who's like always hanging out in the beef eaters uniform. As yeah, that's true. Well, I've been very busy lately, what with the royal wedding and uh, all that stuff. Yes, of course. Are you going to give us the, the DL and the, the goss and all the uh, royal wedding news? Uh, well, it's not much, really. Uh, quite a boring wedding. Okay, save it, save it, save it. Save save the, there is a bit of goss, but I'll reveal it What later. did you think about the dress? I thought it was too big. <laughs> too big? As in... I thought it was way too big. Okay, yeah, I agree. Uh, was that a security risk from it your was point a, We filled it with nanobots. Wow. Security technology has come very, yeah. very far. And she was shot 27 times during the <laughs> ceremony with the nano, nanobots blocked it. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. What? Surely the, did you locate the shooters? Were they... Uh, no, no. They were, they were all uh, Russian terrorists. Okay. Safe assumption, I guess. Yeah, like, Russian terrorists. Very yeah. 80s. Very how, 80s. How did they get into the wedding? Like... Uh, they were invited. <laughs> Fair days. By Prince Harry. <laughs> He's his main friendship group. Oh, fine. Russian terrorists. Mm. Mm, okay, that might be a problem in the future. Uh, but like, I'm, I'm, I hope we're not distracting you from your uh, busy queen saving. No, it's all right. I cloned myself before coming on the podcast, so there's a queen saving clone over there, and then at the end, I'll run fast into him. Oh wow! And I'll come back together. So you're <laughs> back together. Yes. Okay. That's great. That's good to know. So it's kind of like that movie Multiplicity of Michael Keaton. It is. Oh, I got the idea from that. <laughs> That's great. Um, well, thank you for joining us on the show, Lenny. Oh, I hope, we'll, hope to hear more of the Royal Goss like, uh, pretty soon. Who else is at this table with me? Hello, uh, this is Rebecca Turner. Hi, Rebecca. Oh. Hello. How, how's it going? It's all good, yeah. yeah. What brings you down to this, uh, uh, to this table today to discuss books with us? Just to explore the story, get real deep into it. Yeah, that's what Have we always do. Have a good game, do. yeah. We always do that on this podcast. <laughs> right. um, thank you very much for joining us. Thank um, you for having me. No, I hope you're not too put off by the sight of like um this beef eater. That's I'm in, I'm quite I'm in quite I'm, I'm in quite a lot of awe of, of beef eaters in general. Yeah, I think they're pretty cool. You know, like yeah. It's oh. got a nice hat on. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's very really nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, is it helpful for like washing up like dishes and that? Just like scrub. No, well, I can, I've got my magic sticks for that. I don't oh, know. Nice, yeah. You've got magic sticks to help you wash up. Yeah, yeah it turns oh, into nice, a. Yeah. 
Powerhouse. Lady London has a lot of props of scene as a person. <laughs> wow. that's, that's fantastic. Gadget. I'm a bit like Inspector Gadget. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. No, because Inspector Gadget's shit, and Penny's the one who's actually good. That's true. <laughs> so she is exactly like Inspector Gadget in many ways. And he's uh, played by Matthew Broderick as well, so it's a bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun facts. Fun facts about Matthew Broderick. He um he killed somebody in a car crash, like in Ireland. Is that, is that a fun yeah. fact? Man after my own heart. Man hey. after my own heart. Fun facts. <laughs> Somebody fun died. Facts. Fun facts, he evaded justice. Um, just something you should all know about Matthew Broderick. Thank you very much for joining us, Rebecca. And who's uh, hiding in the corner? Well, hello there. Uh, have you ever been on a building site and wondered why everything's got mud on it and it's just covered in mud and it's so dirty? I was literally saying this the other day to Well, nobody. come to Montgomery's Clean Building Supply Store, where we clean the supplies so you don't have to. Wow. Okay. Are you here just to plug your business? No, I'm here to discuss Jane Eyre. Okay, all right. That's a very organic plug. Um, yeah. We should save them for the end of the show, but... Uh... No, but that's it's so inherently tied into my character, <laughs> who I am as a, as a, as a creature. Is it because as a creature? As a creature. You're not a man. I'm an Irishman. <laughs> Separate category of mine. <laughs> okay, right. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, let's move so, on. Sorry, sorry. Montgomery, is that your surname? Or no, that's my name? first name. My, my second name is uh, O. McLean. <laughs> I like Steve McLean. Below an O at the front of it. Yeah, yes, just like, like Steve McLean. Like who all our listeners will know of, of obviously, obviously. But like that's where the name for my uh, my business comes from, you know. So it's clean building supplies. So it's it's clean, but it's it's, uh, it's Irish, so it's O Mac clean. <laughs> right. Okay. That's good. That's good. Um, you, that's possibly the. That is good. You're right. The most Irish name I've heard in a long while. Well, oh, thank you God. kindly. Um, <laughs> Is that the only plug you've, you're going to make on the show? Just Do you sell plugs, your clean bill? Oh, we've got plenty of plugs, but they're all clean. Um, None of them are dirty. There's not one speck of dust in the in the whole warehouse. Okay, all right. So, okay, we've assumed... Surely there's some dust. Nope, like no dust. dust. Nope. Is it in a, like, a plastic... Everything Everything comes uh, a bit, like, <laughs> in plastic, you know? We vacuum pack all of our building supplies. So each brick... Each, each cement bag, each, each refuse sack as comes in a bag. <laughs> so why are you here on the podcast? What like what? What insight can you give to Jaden? Well, what insight can you give? Oh, well, 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 don't, don't reveal the book. Don't, don't reveal the book immediately. Well, like, yes. just because I'm a, just because I'm a clean building supply <laughs> shop owner doesn't mean that I can't have valuable insight in on a book. <laughs> Okay. What if the plastic they like, plastic wrap with is already dirty? No. We dip it all in acid before. <laughs> isn't, isn't acid itself dirty? No, because oh, this right. acid evaporates into the air. Oh, right, okay. So, sure, there's a toxic mist in the warehouse, and if you want to go into the warehouse, you need to wear a full biohazard suit. But apart from that, it's, it's you can be sure we're clean. We're clean as can be. Okay, okay. That's a, that's How's business? Oh, it's oh, it's over the roof. <laughs> business is over the roof. Exactly, because they mainly have to do the business over the roof to avoid the toxic fumes. Oh, in the well. actual building, do all on the roof. <laughs> well, that's neither here nor there. Shall we get on with this podcast here? Yeah, shall I we? feel like we've dedicated a lot, enough time to establishing <laughs> what you do and who you are. Um, 
That's a long well, introduction. We don't know, we don't Montgomery's how... clean building supplies come down soon now before it all goes. Okay. We don't know how old he is. <laughs> no, we don't have to know that. I, I'm 33. He's 33. Okay, all right. But yeah, I'm 33. I've always maintained <laughs> it's a rude question to ask people like how old they are. Oh, if you're a gentleman, it's not so bad. But if you're a lady, you wouldn't want to ask that to a lady. Slightly sexist, I think. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. The culture is sexist. But I didn't make the culture. You, <laughs> you, you are a part of it. It's a fabric of the society that we, we exist in. That's a very good point, um, Montgomery. Shall we get on with this? I've got to get back to the warehouse soon. This, this guy has levels. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. He's got layers. Okay, so um, as Alice pointed out earlier, we are doing Charlotte Bronte's tale of love, uh, tragedy, adversity, and triumph. Jane Eyre. Um, now, Jane Eyre is obviously a classic book. Um, I think everybody here has read it. Uh, several times, indeed. Uh, and if you haven't read it, what are you doing with your life? Is all I've got to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but why do you think Jane Eyre is one of the most mandatory classics? Because it's about girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Is there any more to that? Or it's about a girl, and um, it was written in the past. Right. Is this the only book about a girl that's written in the past, do you think? About a girl who's a bit more complex. Okay, so compared to somebody like uh, that girl in Pride and Prejudice, say, right? More yeah. complex than Pride and Prejudice? Pride and Prejudice is bad. Okay. It's what so th- boring. Have you read it? I have, several times. It's, um, it's, it's a fun book. It's a fun what about book. Sense and Sensibility? Is it more complex than that? Yes. Okay, okay. What about Wuthering Heights? Yes, Wuthering Heights is a terrible book. Oh, okay. Okay, so... Rebecca, Rebecca, you made a, you made a slight agree, a disagreement face there. Do you, do you think that it's... Um, do you agree with Alice's like, uh, uh, characterization of Wuthering Heights as a, as a terrible book and this being the ultimate girl in the past book? Um, I feel with Wuthering Heights, there's definitely that level where... In particularly in Wuthering Heights, where the like the main character is kind of overtaken by um, Heathcliff, so it's like kind of mm. very much anti. Oh yes, Heathcliff. Very mean towards He's, the girl. He does so, take like, it all, take it all. She's probably not the best like strong female character, but it's definitely a good classic. If it wasn't themed on like a female, that's that's a really good point because character. yeah, that's a really good point. I think because like I think Jane Eyre also has a similar um, interesting uh, conflict between the main male character and the main female character. And it's kind of like, who's more interesting? Who's got, who's more broody and mysterious? And with um, Wuthering Heights, you've got like, obviously Kathy and Heathcliff. And Heathcliff definitely dominates everything because like, um, Heathcliff is such a crazy character. So it's classic in that sense, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. definitely the character of Jane is a lot more stronger Mm -hmm. in um, Charlotte Bronte's Jane Eyre. So who would win in the fight, Jane or Kathy? It's got to be Jane. Oh, I think Kathy would probably win. Why would you? It depends who got the jump, I think. Okay, all right. So Kathy is kind of crazy. Exactly. You know, She'd just claw. Right, right, right. She wouldn't hold anything back. Mm-hmm. She's like, but like Jane, Jane's a calculator. She thinks her way through things, mm-hmm. right? She and is she's, a calculator. She can't think in a fight. Got to think in your fate. How would you? How would you? What would? You, what fighting tips would you give to these past history girls? Grow like, your nails long. Grow your nails long. Mm-hmm. Uh, Subsist in a diet of entirely beef, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you get magic fighting powers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like being able to fire lasers out of your nose. Right, okay. that's a good one. 
It is a good one. That's a really strong power to be able to do. Shooting lasers out of your nose. Oh my god, that's useful. Have you? If you were caught in a brawl in, in, a, in a wee alley and somebody comes up to you and they say, Oh, are you, what are you looking at, mate? And you can, oh yeah, I'll fucking, I'll fucking laser beam you out of my nostrils. That's very true. I mean, if I had that. Not everybody can do that. But with great power comes great responsibility. I would Spider-Man. Only, I would only <laughs> ever use that power to deal with hecklers in my comedy set. Oh. So, ah, oh, you shit, you're not funny. Pew! You'd be using it all the time then, wouldn't you? Oh, You'd yeah. i just, I just be... I, I'd say, like, I literally killed them last night. I killed <laughs> the audience last night. Um, but, yeah, no, it, it's... Okay, so laser beams out the nose. Is it, I think that's something that um, is worth considering. How would you aim books. out of your nose, though? You'd have to lean your head right back, and then you wouldn't be able to see. Well, it's useful if someone's attacking me from above. They've got wings, and someone's blow at the same time. So what? I can, <laughs> So I can look up at the person attacking me and punch them while shooting the person below me. <laughs> so he was like, why would you... Want? So you deliberately engineered getting into two fights with one person who's airborne and one who's shorter than you in order to make to maximise the effect of your nostril lasers. Well, it's just what is a one power and a very toolkit. Okay, all right. <laughs> Includes your fists as well. I'm apparently. the most complicated character in Tekken 4. <laughs> You're a character in Tekken 4? Well, I was a he was a secret character. <laughs> DLC unlock. How did, yeah, how did you unlock um, the character of Lady London? In, uh, you had to shove four stakes into your PS4, <laughs> and then it would unlock. In your PS- okay, so you, you heard it here first, folks. If you've got a copy of Tekken 4 on your PS4, unlikely because it's quite an old game, but um, if you do have a copy of Tekken 4 on your PS4, and you've got some stakes just lying about, why don't you try inserting them into your PS4 right now? Tell us how it works out. Uh, write to us at fakingappodcast at gmail.com. All right. I think we've un- uncovered a lot of like a... Um, I was just thinking, um, if you like, you had Kathy versus Jane, and mm. we figured out that Kathy is completely off a rocker, um, what if you classed uh, Kathy or Jane with um, Louisa Alcott's uh, Four Little Women because there's like at least four the power of four women in that mm-hmm. sense so who would win out of Kathy and the four women out of Little well, Women well it depends if the little that's women that's important if the we little women well, formed them, like Voltron and they like became like a big massive who would be the head big woman and made that oh, four little women like Stephen and the Crystal Gems yes yes I've, oh yeah oh, yes, oh, you must, oh, up, up yeah, top up I've top, been yeah. watching clips on YouTube so yeah they need to form they need to form into like one big woman mm. um, except for the one who's like really ill oh fuck yeah should be the centre one you have to have what's her name is it Mary yeah I think it's Mary but it's, it's like <laughs> Captain Planet she had the power of heart didn't she like, like uh, yeah. Joe's fire and um, Joe's the only name I can remember. Uh, well, well, we could, we did do this book not too long ago. Uh, Is called Alice? Georgia, Maybe? Alice, Topher, Topher, <laughs> Sleepy, Be- Mean Talk, Doc, <laughs> Sneezy, Joffrey, Joffrey, uh, so Joffrey not- Bigglesworth, John Snow, <laughs> John, Paul, Ringo. George. Okay, alright, so that's all the if, little women. What, what famous foursome would fare the best if they formed like Voltron? Oh god, Voltron, obviously. <laughs> like the people in Voltron. And there's more. They, they're basically the name, though. Like, you've named it after them. Obviously, they must be but the best. There's more than four in Voltron, aren't there? Five, I think there is. Yeah, so they're not included in the fucking. <laughs> okay, alright. Jesus Christ. Steady on, steady on. Jackson five. There's five of them. There's five of them. You at least said there was like five in Voltron, though. Yeah, but what, yeah. I'm only asking so about the foursomes. Blue. So what about Blue? Oh, oh my god. It would be yeah. Blue. Blue would be good. Blue, yes. What blue. about Westlife? 
I thought there was five in Westlife. Oh, no, because no. Brian, Brian mm. McFadden left, didn't he? He left. Take that, that'd be all right. Is there... I thought there five <coughs> members of... Yeah, but Robbie left. Oh, yeah, that's true, that's true. Actually, there's only three members of that's Take That. That's very true. Oh, when Robbie was there, then. <laughs> right, right, right. R.E.M. R.E.M., yeah, that'd be all right. Little Mix. They're four, oh, yeah, there are four of them. Right, Good topic of conversation, isn't it? It's just, <laughs> well, you did phrase it in the most confusing manner by okay, saying, if here's we were for four like Voltron, but not like Voltron, because it's four, not Might I five. add, uh, excuse me, you're about, you're about to say, announce that you were going to ask a question. <laughs> oh. Go ahead. Little Mix mm. versus the four sisters from Little Women. Who would win? Oh, obviously Little Mix, because like um, the, the mixes are bigger than women. So a little mix would be a bit bigger than a little woman. But so. they're both little in the title. They're both little mix and little women. Yeah, yeah. but, but we, as we know, mixes are bigger than women, right? I what is a mix? I I, th- I believe it would be like a uh, a DJ set. <laughs> so, but it's just a little or a one. Fenty Foundation. That's yeah. true. <laughs> a little mix is when you basically mix in a version of one song into another version of the song, which is a slightly higher BPM. Isn't that just copyright? Yeah. Copying it's basically the same song, yeah. It's just basically the same song, but a bit faster. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, so I think we've answered the question of who would win in the battle <laughs> of the Little Women uh, mixers. Um, so like, we've established that Jane Eyre is important because she's a fascinating character. She's a strong character. Don't you think, though, I, I found myself, when I was reading Jane Eyre, it seems to prefigure um, the current trend um, that we had a few years ago for uh, misery porn. Remember when you used oh, to watch totally. like uh, uh, Dave Pelzer was writing his books, A Child Called It, oh, and God. about his terrible life and like how he eventually overcame his terrible life and became like um, uh, a big star. Um, and you see a lot of these sorts of books being written even to this day. There's even a particular um, genre, it's called Misery Lit. Um, I had a friend who actually worked for a publishers uh, who said that she had to deal with a lot of people submitting books towards the Misery Lit uh, genre and she had told me about one work that she received that she rejected uh, because it was just a bit too much and the, apparently the title of this book was Please Daddy Not On My Face Oh my god, yeah, what so, does that mean? Well, what the bloody hell is that meant to be? I think her daddy was Mike Tyson and she just wanted to get the face tattoo on the uh, like, Yeah, uh, she wanted that face tattoo Mike Tyson face tattoo because he should be like daddy, well, daddy. talk. Yeah, please, Daddy, not my face. Maybe on the arm, like, um, but I don't really need this Maori thing. Mm. We're not even Maoris, so it seems a bit insensitive there, culture, mm. that you did that. But yeah, no, this is uh, Jane Eyre's life is miserable. It's um, throughout most of it until she pretty much reaches um, Thornfield Hall, and even then, it's kind of miserable after mm. that. D- do we like like this this trend? Do you think this has set the the uh, the the the, the uh, example of like um, the beleaguered? heroine um, overcoming adversity isn't that just every single story ever is what, it what's the point in a in a story if the protagonist doesn't have to overcome any adversity mm. like I I'm in clean building supplies and I've decided to dedicate my life to clean building supplies because right. the adversity I saw in the world was dirtiness everywhere. Right, right. There was just mud and dust everywhere. <laughs> and I didn't like it. So that was the adversity that I decided to overcome. So is your... It's not a personal... It's not personal, though, is it? There's no personal adversity there. Well, it. Well, one time I sneezed because of some dust. We've all done that. Well, I never have, but... 
Well, you seem to be a, a spectacularly spectacular individual. I, I'm very impressed at the length of your arms. Oh, thanks very much. They are longer than my feet. Down to my feet, they are. But only because they're stretch arms. I'm like stretch Armstrong. Or Mr. Fantastic or, or Mr. Elastic Fantastic, Man. But only in the arms. Only in the arms. Right, right. Oh, that's interesting. I don't need it in the legs. It's useless. What part of Ireland are you from? I'm from Dublin. Okay. <laughs> of course you are. I'm from Dublin. Uh, did you know Dublin has 1,173,179 inhabitants in the urban area? Wow. Oh. That's a good Dublin fact. Wait, how many? 1,173,179 one, inhabitants in the urban area. I'm the, seven, one, the, the last one. Oh, oh okay. wow, okay. I tipped it over to... to well, so you moved there. Or you're the youngest person. No, I'm from there. So you're the no. youngest person in Dublin? No, they, I just always make sure I have the last number. How, how does that work exactly? Well, whenever a baby's born, they say, oh, they give the baby a number, and then they go, oh, actually, we got to give it to Montgomery, and then they take the number away from the baby, and then the baby gets whatever number I had last, which was the second to last one. Alright, okay. So basically, I just rarely needed that. Right. That must be pretty busy. Well, I need to be at the top of the queue. What what about when someone dies? Oh, when someone dies, it doesn't really affect me, you know? As it shouldn't. Because as we all know in this podcast, once a person dies, they become trash. (laughs) That's true. Well, trash. And what do you do with trash? You obliterate it. Exactly. You shoot it into the moon. I've never even thought about doing it, but yes, yes, I agree. I agree. Well, send that's them, what I did. Send them, send the trash to the moon, is what moon I said. Trash. Moon trash. Moontrash.com. Um, um, like, I, I, I want to go back to your point about, like, the stories not having adversity. All stories exist. Conflict is the, um, uh, the core of drama, they say. Mm. But don't you think that they lay it on a bit thick in this book? It's just, I, I think it's just like a, a classic um, Harry Potter, really. Oh, a classic Harry Potter. Yeah, so it's like Harry Potter before Harry Potter existed. Okay. Without the magic. Right, okay. So she lives under the the stairs, and then, like, one day, um, she gets a message from an owl saying, like, oh, you're a wizard, Jane. And she goes off to a school where she learns about magic, and then she has to um, discover a horcrux. Kind of, kind of. But instead of an owl, it's an alchemist. Mm. Okay, okay. Whatever he is. Yeah. And he sends us... Apothecary. 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 Same thing. Mr. Lloyd. Mr. Lloyd. Uh, And then instead of magic, it's just normal school stuff. Okay. And then instead of Horcrux, it's the evil, crazy wife. Okay. Who does end up dying. Okay. Who does end up dying. More like Horcrux. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, well done, well done, Leonard. I'm not sure if I, I'm happy about that, Lenny. Uh, and, then, and both stories also have like uh, dodgy cousins. Yeah, Harry's like yeah, the Reeds. The Reeds oh, yeah. are like the Dursleys, aren't yeah, the, they? Yeah. Oh, wow, the Dursleys. So like, okay. everybody knows that J.K. Rowling just stole all her ideas. Okay, so here's a question for you: What house does Jane Eyre belong to? Hufflepuff. Something like a default but response to anybody who can't classify as being clever, evil, or um, uh, heroic. Yeah, and brave. Surely Jane's brave, right? 
She might be, but she's such a Hufflepuff. She screams she's, Hufflepuff. It's true. Hufflepuffs are good at finding things, and Jane finds uh, a mad woman in the attic. And she also finds herself. She does, actually. Yeah, <laughs> and that's very true. That's right? very deep point. So that book, Eat, Pray, well Hufflepuff. Well done on you. <laughs> Eat, okay. Pray, Hufflepuff. I've never really really considered this whole Harry Potter um, Jane Eyre connection but it's very true like uh, in many ways the Harry Potter books did take a lot from the Jane Eyre story uh, both involve like kids being sent off to school both involve orphans uh, both involve, involve James ja- they do involve James who was the Jane in Harry Potter again? Uh, Jane Jameson Mm. J.K. Rowling <laughs> was clearly struggling for names at that point in the in, in the series, um, but yeah, and, and both of them involve um, deep dark secrets that are brought to the fore, like um, in somebody's life that will alter their lives uh, forever. Would um, David Copperfield count as well? Because isn't he? Well, the magician, way? yeah. No, David Copperfield is a magician. Like, but is he an orphan though? Possibly. I hope so. Isn't that why he decided to make the Statue of Liberty disappear? Because his parents died. When he was young, he's like Batman. Yeah, he said like, like revenge. So like, yeah, I will avenge myself on the Statue of Liberty for taking Ooh. away my parents. Is uh-huh. that allowed to avenge yourself on the Statue of Liberty? Yeah, you can avenge yourself on like like mm. statues and concepts like Liberty. I I don't mm. see the problem with that. Uh, what what house would most magicians be in? What house would David Blaine be in? Oh, Hufflepuff. I reckon he wouldn't. I reckon he'd be a Slytherin. I reckon he'd yeah, be a Slytherin. Yeah, he would be a Slytherin. He'd definitely be a Raven. David Blaine is a Slytherin. No, David Blaine is such a Slytherin. He has a Slytherin face. Well, that's not... That's not, like, Come on. If, if it was just about the face, we wouldn't need a hat to, to decide whether we belong in a house or not. We just take one look at your face and say, yeah, you've got a Slytherin that's face. That's basically what the hat does. It looks inside your face. Are you saying that hat is just basically blagging it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So oh yeah. Have you not? Have you not read the first one where Harry Potter basically just says to the to the hat, "I'm kind of not being Slytherin," and the hat goes, "Are you sure?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm sure." He goes, "Oh, okay then. I'll put you in Gryffindor." It's very true, actually. That hat is like, like I'm the Sorting Hat. What I say goes, unless you can convince me otherwise. <laughs> in which case, whatever. I'm just a hat. I just have a pretty good deal here. Um, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Do you think? Do you reckon everybody did that? Because if they did, apart do that, from the Hufflepuffs. <laughs> Because they, they didn't think of it, those bloody idiots. <laughs> so fat. Oh. Fat idiots. Oh, the poor Which Hufflepuff. house would Siegfried and Roy be in? Ooh, you see... They're big Gryffindors. They've got a fucking tiger. That's very true, but I think... No, no, I think... I think Who's the one with the white hair? It's... Is it Siegfried? Siegfried. It's a tiger. Okay, so Siegfried, Siegfried would be a Slytherin, but Roy would be a Gryffindor. And I think that's like they're, they're star-crossed lovers. That's why. Like, um, I think so. I think. What about that M guy, Mysterium, or whatever his name is? I don't know. What do you mean, the guy from uh, uh, the magic behind the magic circle, or whatever it was called? No, a different one. What about that guy? Like street magic is British. Dynamo. Dynamo. Yeah. Oh, he being Gryffindor. Absolutely. Nah, he's a Hufflepuff, mate. <laughs> I think he's a Hufflepuff. Like Hufflepuffs always like are pretending to be like Jesus. <laughs> they're always. It's like they're good at finding things. Pretend to be their Jesus. What about right. Debbie McGee's husband? Paul Daniels. Yeah, Paul oh, Daniels. Oh, yeah. De- um, Slytherin, definite Slytherin. I don't know, actually. I think I, he strikes me as a bit of a Ravencore. Mm. Yeah. He was an undercover uh, beef eater. Was he? That's he's a true, not, he's that's not a true big story. Enough. He's not that's big enough. That's a true story. He was that's one of the small, we were different classes of beef eaters. You've got different we've classes. Got big bruisers like me. We've got the small little goblin types. <laughs> <laughs> like Paul Daniels. 
What? What? Like, what? Have you ever played the board game uh, Warhammer? Yes, I have. Which one? Forty k. Well, yeah, forty k yeah, or yeah, the yeah, fantasy. Okay. There's the orcs and then there's the goblins. So just like that, okay. Yeah, so so orcs, and orcs and they're down animals types of goblins. Do you also reproduce via spores like the orcs do? Uh, I can't remember how I said we reproduce. We reproduce. We just... I would have thought that you would know anyway. Like, so I, I, I can't remember how we reproduce. I'm born in Hamleys, and then. Ah, uh... oh, yeah, you are. You're born in Hamleys. That's you. Well, you were born over at Hamleys. All um... beef features are born in Hamleys. Wow. Well, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then we join one of the various classes of beef features. And then you age in two directions, if I remember correctly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I'm two. Do any beef features get born in like the airport duty free shops? Only lower class beef oh, eaters. Oh no! If you're not like Paul Daniels. Yeah, well, he was he was alright, but I think there's like different classes of beef eaters. I'm like a Premier League beef eater. <laughs> I, I love the fact that you um um know so much about Paul Daniels being a different class of beef eater, but you, you have like no the, idea what house he belonged to. Yeah, like, yeah. Like lots of fat layers of fat in that. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 that's my favourite type juicy. of beef. Marbled. It's, it's quite expensive though. Kobe beef. Kobe beef. Oh. Mm. But that's not British. Uh, delivered oh. by the basketball player. <laughs> Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Kobe Bryant is um, so good because of all the marbleisation and this like um, <laughs> what gets him like. That's how he gets mad air when he like does he the does dunk. Um, okay, uh, I've forgotten what we were talking about. What was? <laughs> what were we talking about before? We were talking about Jane Eyre. I Jane Eyre and oh adversity. Okay, so we we've solved the riddle of Jane Eyre being like Harry Potter. Um, I want to talk about the uh, the influences on Jane's life. Would you say that men or women have more of an influence on Jane's trajectory? Well, it's a max, doesn't it? I think it's mostly men. It's a man's world. So, well, so obviously there's a Rochester, like who she ends up sort of marrying at the end of the book. Spoiler alert! Uh, but it was, also, it was quite mean at first. He's he's a very mean person. I didn't appreciate. Byronic asshole uh, protagonist, classic Byronic hero. Um, he was like a, an Iron Man of the of the Jane Eyre world. Okay, as like a Tony Stark figure. Yeah, but without all the other things that make Iron Man Iron Man. He wasn't an apart inventor. From, apart, he didn't do any inventing. He That's did, true. He didn't, he didn't really, have an iron suit. Didn't have an iron suit. He didn't, he didn't, didn't have an iron suit. Didn't want to save the world. If, if didn't want to do anything good. If he's the Iron Man of the Jane Eyre world. If he's the Iron Man of the Jane Eyre world, who's the Captain America? Why do we world? do this? <laughs> like, this is, I don't know how this actually affects our reading of this, but. Not who's the Captain America, but if he's the Iron Man. Who's yeah, the I understand the question. That's perfectly fine. Do I have permission to answer that dare question? Okay. I, I don't know. I mean, like, okay. Why not take it even further? If you if you're going to f- form an Avengers style team of like Victorian uh, heroes of Victorian literature, who would be in that Avengers of Victorian literature? Well, they don't necessarily all have to be in Victorian lit- literature. I think they have to be. This is the thing. It has to be. You're a very prejudiced person, aren't you? Oh, a little bit, but only against certain people. Like, uh, as such as who? Uh, I don't like, um, I, I, for example, I don't like predators. Yeah, I'm, I'm very prejudiced against. You don't predators. like like predators, as in like sort of sexual predators or no, all no, types. No, 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 no. predator types. from predator from the from predator, predator movies. Who's also a sexual predator? Like, uh, uh, oh, is he trying to bang him? He bang to bang, he bang try- Arnold Schwarzenegger like, at the same there's time. There's that scene where pre- the predator turns up with a box of chocolates and some flowers. And he's like, "Oh, where's where's Carly? I was looking for Carly." I was like, "Why don't you take a seat?" 
That's why uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger covers himself in mud because the predator goes, oh, it's all dirty now. I don't want to have sex with him anymore. Where is dirty? <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that better than the movie. I would have cleaned him right up. <laughs> so Put him in plastic. Damn it, catfished again. I, I, no, no, don't try to leave. Um, you, you're under arrest. Um, no, I, I, Zang, you got him. <laughs> Um, no, I, 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 okay, so I, I, I don't think, I think we should leave the Avengers Marvel Universe question to one side for the moment. And also, well, let's leave, we'll, we'll let's leave up my prejudice. <laughs> let's leave my prejudice at the door. Okay, let's leave my prejudice at the we door. Should. I just want to, I just want to ask a question. Do you think men or women are more important to the story of Jane Eyre? Wait, you, that wasn't the previous well, question. Yeah. As in, no, no, no. I, they're important in terms of like. You said no. Of, your original question was: Are men or women more important to Jane, to the character of Jane, Eyre and the intention to the story? That's true. Well, you did say that. Different, which is okay, a different okay. question. So which one? Do I, you I, mean? I, I, I think that. I think, okay, so let's take both questions in turn. Then, mm-hmm. are they more important to the story of Jane Eyre? Are they more important to Jane Eyre as a character? First one, story. Story. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Stupid bloody character, question. Character, women. Okay. Mm. Okay, women, um, because they have an impact. So you got like yeah. um, Miss Temple in mm-hmm. a Lowfield school, and her best friend, her best friend Helen. Basically, the Miss, the Miss Honey to to, yeah. to Jane. Yeah. Miss Honey. Oh, De- as in Matilda. Yeah. You know, Deathstroke is is very much like Matilda without superpowers. Is well, pick one: Harry Potter or Matilda? Like, which one? Which one is it? Can't you be both. Call it Harry Matilda. <laughs> why not Matilda, Matilda Potter? Potter. <laughs> <laughs> it was right there. I don't know why you went for Harry Matilda. Well, because there's only one. Word. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Um, um, I don't know if I agree with the the uh, idea of it being um, like Matilda because Matilda is a prodigiously gifted. A uh, smart girl. And what are you saying about Jane Eyre? It's never said at any point that Jane Eyre. You think she's a fucking idiot, don't you? Well, I mean, she makes a series of choices which aren't exactly smart. I would say her choice at the very I end of the book. She's an idiot because she's a woman. Highly questionable choices that she makes. So sexist. He's, a, yeah, he's so sexist. sexual. Lady, you're with me on this. Don't you think that like James makes some very questionable choices? Like, uh, yeah, but all all in service of a higher cause. What's that higher cause? Well, the deep underlying thread of the book is a satanic ritual. So you're saying the higher cause is Satan? Yeah, at the end she unlocks Satan. Satan comes into it's very much in the oh, same she, Yeah, she unlocks Satan's DLC pack yeah. by shoving two like um <laughs> pentagrams into her PS4. She had to complete various achievements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't see this at all. I didn't see this at all. Oh, well, you didn't read deep enough. When you only eat beef, you gain the power of subtext. Right. Okay. Um, beef is used to do many things. Oh, it's a magical food. Yeah, it is. The more you eat, the more powers you get. Oh, not the more, the more you eat. The, yeah, more, the more you, you do good. You know, you know what they say? You know what they say? Beef, beef, it's good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you fart, and you can yeah. see into the future. Oh, okay. okay. I, I, I thought it was uh, beef, beef, it's a magical food. food the more you eat, eat, the more you do good. Like, oh, I thought yeah. it was beef, beef, the magical food. The more you eat, the more he pooed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, surely it'd be the opposite. Yeah, the yeah. less you How poo, often yeah. do you poo, Lenny? Uh, once <laughs> in a blue moon. <laughs> Like a brown moon. Am I right? Am I right? On top. There we go. I teleport to the moon and I cover it all in poo. Yeah, that's what we talk about. Moon trash. Moon trash. But, um, okay. So we think that, like, for the story of development of Jane as a person, Mm -hmm. women are more important, but men forward the story. They um, are plot devices in some ways. They're being used. 
as plot devices. Yeah, that that that's right. It's what Uncle John. What do you think? Okay. Yeah, what do you think, Jennifer? I think I think Uncle John leaves all this money, um, and Mister Lloyd, basically the apothecary, gives the inciting incident to actually send Jane off to school. Um, and obviously, there's Rochester, Rochester, who becomes um, to dominate a lot of Jane's uh, thoughts. Um, but and also, story. don't you think that like? Um so I still think that Jane is still a very clever character because, like, everyone, like, basically, since she was, like, a child and she was, like, since she was made an orphan and she delivered with, like, her cousins and her aunt, then that horrible school, mm. everyone has basically said, oh, like, oh, this girl, she is horrible, she is, like, she's a, a nasty child. She's a exactly, it's not fair. It's, and then, like, she completely... uses, like, she's obviously clever because she uses this to kind of, like, prove that, like, she is... Like she is like she can do good, and that okay. she is a, she is a righteous person. Okay, is she, she clever? Is no, she but she, if she she starts off as like a child, like young yeah. at the school, yeah. and then she becomes totally. like a teacher. Yeah. She's she obviously a teacher got like from an education or like okay. writing. So she probably ha- she's probably clever enough to like rise above like a school that was obviously really pretty bad at the start. But we yeah exactly. But we all know that sh- school's not very good. Yeah, Lowood School is not very good. Yeah, and so I think that, the fact that they employed inspired her to do better. Yeah, the fact that they had to employ one of their maltreated students as a teacher seems to say that like uh, why would you stay at the school where we treated you like crap to teach? Oh my kids? god, she's like Snape. She's Professor she's- Snape. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So she's a That's why he's got such long hair, because he's a woman. (laughs) We cracked it. Oh my god. Wait. Have you been on DeviantArt? DeviantArt. (laughs) Oh, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. DeviantArt. DeviantArt. I don't know that tart. I've I've had a lot of good tarts in my time, if you know what I mean. What's the best tart you've ever had? Uh, Berry Jakewell. Berry Jakewell. Berry (laughs) Jakewell. Berry Jakewell tart. Is that a woman in uh, Dublin? <laughs> oh, Barry Chakewell. Oh, she was a lovely type. She was. Do you, whenever you sleep with a woman, do you insist they are very clean? Mm. Well, we do, well, we do it. We, we cover ourselves. We vacuum wrap ourselves. Mm. And then, then we go. <laughs> that, that is that an actual fetish. An actual fetish? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, well, it's to stop cross-contamination, you know. That's a real... Do you have a girlfriend? Do I have a girlfriend? Yeah. No, I got a wife. Aww. Children? What's she called? Oh, my wife. <laughs> Davina. Oh, Davina O. McLean. That's oh, Davina Tart. No. Davina <laughs> Tart, yeah. I, I, I'm actually like a, I'm a bit of a... Uh, That's a different uh, one. Oh Deviant Tart um, <laughs> power yeah. user. I, I dabble in a bit of Deviant Tart um, um, baking myself. I made myself a, a tart in the shape of a pregnant Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, nice. Yeah, as, uh, and, and he was uh, praying in front of the um, Twin Towers. You know, this book is quite a lot like Sonic the Hedgehog. A pregnant Sonic the Hedgehog? No, no, no. Okay. She doesn't get pregnant in the book. What the fuck you are talking about? She wouldn't it, 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 well, it depends. It depends on what timeline I'm talking about. In some timelines, um, um, Sonic is impregnated by Knuckles, the echidna. And sometimes um, Sonic gets tails pregnant. Mm-hmm. I did a, I did a tart that was shaped like that but as well. Did he make some pastry feet and just put them at the foreground of the um, tart? Yes, and they were also shaped like the Twin Towers. <laughs> as yeah, I was saying. a strange fascination with the Twin Towers and. <laughs> hey, look! I just I just replied. I get a lot of like likes for like um, my um, deviant tart um, representations of like pregnancy oh, and no. Twin Towers and religion. Do you respond real to criticism on deviant tart? Um, what? Define well. 
define well. Well, do you like, do you be like, oh you, no, do you get all like, oh Okay, no. so uh, give me an example. Personally offended. <laughs> let me, let me, are you personally offended by a comment about the colours and the shading? Or do you take it with good credence? Yeah, Jonathan. How, well, I, I, always say, I always say the proof in the pudding mm. is always in the eating, unfortunately. Mm. So I always say like, look, you might not like it, but what if I mail you a piece of this Twin mm. Towers foot mm. And you eat it, and then you come back to me. Well, here's an idea, Rebecca. What about what about this? Okay, because mm. I don't think that he's just answered the question at mm. all. I think he's dodged a bloody goddamn question. All right. Do you think he's dodged a question? Um. I think he's dodged a goddamn question. <laughs> Get up a little one of your little pictures now, and we'll okay. and we'll and, and we'll have a look at it, and all we'll right, give it right, a criticism, right. and then you'll get a good answer because we can okay, give so it criticism face to face. If somebody wants to sort of like um uh, deal with the uh, question of um what I've posed about men and women and Jane, and I'll bring up like one of my well, thoughts. You, well, I'm sorry, I don't. It sounds like you're digging for a specific answer. You asked a question twice. Or three times now, and we've given you answers <laughs> all three times, and you seem to just none of the answers we're giving you seem to be at all good enough. So, if there is a specific answer you'd like to hear, feel free to add to the conversation. Tim. All right, all right, all right. So this, well, I was going to talk about how it's like Sonic, how Jane Eyre is Sonic. The other one that is like Tails. Who's Doctor Robotnik and this old kerfuffle? Uh, the main one. The bad teacher. Uh oh. So this is one of my tarts here. Uh, oh wow. Yeah. So okay, give it to me straight. What do you think of the colour scheme? Okay, let's go. All right. Um, chime in on the feedback on this tart. Do you want? To, I mean, I could. You could. I, 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 you could try some. Is this gonna work in a podcast form? Yeah. Well, if, okay. If, well, let's describe what we're looking at here. Okay. We're looking at Sonic the Hedgehog, the Sega character, um, and he seems to have been in. He's pregnant. He's he's very much showing his baby bump. Very much. Just looking like eight months in. Um, and Shadow the Hedgehog also... Shadow is the evil The, the evil Sonic. version of Sonic. Ooh. But not is, like that, he's just dark. Yeah. He's just dark. He's 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 a bit of a naughty, naughty one. Yeah, um, he's, he's a very naughty one. He's a bad boy. Yeah. He's the bad boy of the he's Hedgehog. The bad boy. And the good boy of the Hedgehog here is Silver the Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And... Uh, and now Shadow stood behind Sonic here, grasping his belly, um, with a tear rolling down his cheek. Um, I when his hearts and it seems to have been drawn in Microsoft Paint, um, shows very little artistic ability. Oh um, come on, come on! I said this is you're talking about my time. Well, they, he's deli- whoever's drawn this. Seems to have deliberately drawn their eyes closed because he didn't want to fuck them, fuck them up. <laughs> um, it's very odd. Um, I feel like I need to burn my house down okay, after looking right. at this. That's Why a... is Sonic pregnant if he's a boy? Is he though? Because okay. hedgehogs are the seahorses of the mammal oh. world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sea- no, seahorses are hedgehogs of the ma- the sea world. And vice versa. No, not vice versa. That way exclusively. <laughs> okay, okay, you seem to be very passionate about this. Okay. But like, it was my dissertation. So, excuse me, Chen. I've also got some that? deviant arts um, that is based upon um, uh, Clint Eastwood as well, if anybody wants to no, see it. No, we're, we're not good. interested. We're okay, good. okay, all right. Okay, Thank all right. you. All right, all right. All right. But, yeah. Okay, so see, what was the answer to the question that you were asking us before that we didn't that obviously get correct? I can take correct. criticism well. Look, I, I listened to you rail on my tart there, and I 
only got a little bit angry, a little bit angry. There's and steam bullet going coming out of your ears. Yeah, that's how I cry. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, it's okay to cry. Don't yeah. worry about it. It's like I, 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 yeah, I you're have a baby. condition. You're a goddamn baby. Are you a baby? You look like a baby. You're making my ears steam You're so hard, right? Baby. <laughs> hey, okay. hey, look at me. Where's this coming look from? Look at me. <laughs> Where's this coming from? Why are you? You're a goddamn baby, and you know it. All right, all right. I am. That's, that's a new song, boy. That's also another deviant art that I've got of me wearing a nappy <laughs> um, and putting my feet in the foreground. As well. Okay, but um, what? So, do you want to carry on, or do you? Yeah, let's. Ca- let's shall we move on? Shall we move on? From weird this? pictures of. Pregnant <laughs> yeah. creatures. If you are interested in more of my DeviantArt, so look me up on DeviantArt. I am OrangutanLover69. So can we www.deviantart.net. Not DeviantArt, DeviantArt. What, what's happened to .net? You don't see that very much anymore. They used them all up. They there, used was, the there was Bill Gates bought them all up. Ah, he he bought up those. every single possible... Uh, permutation of all the websites that could have been ended.net that is surely infinite okay. yeah well he's a very rich man folks I'm going to have to rein this in because we're running out of time I need to get to the end of this book uh, we need to talk about the most important part of the book which is obviously the uh, former Mrs. Rochester who is revealed to be living in uh, be, be locked away in the attic by Mr. Rochester who was forced into marriage with her um, out of convenience and when she discovered that she was suffering from a congenital form of uh, madness, locked her away. Um, now, this is obviously a hugely problematic part of the book because Rochester is still presented as a viable love interest for Jane. And they eventually do get together in the end, but only after Rochester has gone half blind and is deformed um, and kind of punished for his terrible acts. How do we feel about this whole plotline about Mrs. Rochester? And how do we feel about Mr. Rochester in general? And whether the, he and Jane should be together. Well, I don't know, Chin. What would you like us to say? I don't want you to say anything. I want to, well, do you want I, us to answer the goddamn question? Or do you want us to say whatever you want us to say? What do you want us to say? Do you want us to say what you want us to say? Or do you want us to say whatever we want us to say? Give it to me straight. Give it to me straight. Your opinion on this. Did um, Mr. Watchester go blind and lose a hand because he masturbated too much? <laughs> Yes, and it's and apparently it, he masturbated so hard it burnt down the house as well. That's some crazy ass. That's some, yeah, because he was probably looking at some deviant art. I don't know. Like, um, well, he, he had a flint penis <laughs> and an iron hand. He was hard as a rock. You're goddamn right on that. That's true. Um, well, okay. Does that does that mean he's he was meant to be with Jane there though? Jane Jane was willing to look past his flint penis. And, yeah, because like, she. Her, her vagina is made of air. <laughs> <laughs> Thus the name Jane Eyre. <laughs> so like when she was born, hmm, looks like my baby's vagina is made out of air. Well, that's her name, Jane Eyre. <laughs> how, do, how does that work exactly? Is it just like a very large gap? I mean, yeah. You know, so it's really, really, she just has a wide set vagina. <laughs> it's true. Core blimey. Is that, that why I like that's rude. Is that how naming how you name babies? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Because they a... said they said vagina. Uh, <laughs> Jane. Jane Eyre. Uh, with me it was uh Alice. I was with Palace. Who lives in Palace is Princesses Ali. There you go, perfect name for her. What does that have to do with your nether regions? 
it's a palace. Because oh, okay. <laughs> when I was born, they look at my parents looked at my dick and said, "Look, it looks like a little golf tee. Tee, golf tee. Oh, it's quite big as well. It's resting on the lower part of his face, chin." Chin T, that'll be his name from now on because he's got a big dick that looks like a golf tee that rests upon his face. Also, <laughs> oh, he's really thin and like pointy. Yep, and it's just like right there, just resting <laughs> on my mouth. Um, yeah, extra sketch. Yes, really. Mm. Yeah, um, that's how you name babies, everyone. Um, if you disagree with us, we Does don't Gina care. Does have like um, ovaries? Because like, like, because they got errands over errands. So they're like ah. big balloon-like ovaries, Maybe. is that what you're saying? Okay. Like those things you use when you, um, like the fireplace, those... Oh, but that's what... Um, bellows. 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 Yeah. That's very true. Bellows, like bellows. yeah, and that is yeah. what um, yeah. contributed to the spread of the fire. Oh, fire! She wasn't actually there, Mind but like... Bone. So the, 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 that's just that, like a fireworks name. <laughs> oh, I have children. <laughs> what are your children's name? Uh, Tor- Tormus. Thomas, Thomas, <laughs> Thomas and what? Thomas O'McLean. Thomas O'McLean and Speed Bump. <laughs> and how did you name these kids? Thomas is uh, from the, the 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 more English version of it. Thomas, as in John Thomas, which is another as name in, for a penis. As in the tank engine. <laughs> Thomas the tank engine. You know, you know what? I think this Jane Eyre book's quite a lot like Thomas the tank engine. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Do right, my goddamn son. It is <laughs> okay. All right. Jane Eyre is like Thomas the tank engine. Right. Uh, in what way? Uh, she's big and blue. She's sad. <laughs> yep, yep. Like Thomas. Yep, yep. And she's all blown up and she's big. Got, she's she's got, got a air. face. She's got, got, got a face. face. At the yeah. front of the body. She's a very good engine. Mm. Yeah. Very useful. Station master is obviously like a Hufflepuff. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, he's so fat. He's so fat. Yeah, well, what, what will... I think Thomas would be in Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> Percy would probably be in Ravenclaw. The Diesel's Slytherins. Oh, for sure. <laughs> So, what about Gordon? Gordon? Gordon's a tricky one, you know? Hufflepuff. A one. If you don't know, then it's Hufflepuff. Then everybody's <laughs> going to end up in Hufflepuff and we're not going to know what the fuck's I mean, going on. Yeah, unless you push back against the hat, the hat is going to name you Hufflepuff. So, well, I don't know, Hufflepuff. And it won't be Hufflepuff. Okay, fine, whatever. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> what about the Michelin man? Is he Hufflepuff? Hufflepuff. Absolutely. Cool. He's but he's also known for... He's renowned for his bravery. <laughs> His evil bravery. <laughs> so he's a he's a Slivendor. He's a borderline. He's like Harry Potter borderline. He's a Grifferin. He's a Grifferin. Yeah. What would that, is that possible to merge the houses? No, no, no. Harry Potter was borderline, and then he Autistic. asked. No, border, okay. no borderline Hufflepuff Gryffindor, and he asked the, the hat. So that's okay. what happens. You can't be both. Uh, you have to ask the hat. You have to ask the hat. I, wouldn't it be great if the hat just one day just said like uh. Griffin call and so you have to be in both houses it's well, the judgment know, of Solomon let the child be cut in half and place the top half in Gryffindor and place the bottom half in Ravenclaw that's well, a good music genre Griffin call Griffin call yeah, yeah that's I, great I love it but you know you, you touch on an interesting team here because in so many things in society we've we've come around and we, we know now that racism's wrong and copying people's accents is wrong and like aping <laughs> them in that way is bad 
But, you know, we, we've discovered that gender is a spectrum. Mm-hmm. Gender is a spectrum. And I think that these categories that we're trying to put all these characters in of like Griffin, Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff mm-hmm. and Slytherin, it's also a spectrum if you think about it. It's like the the Rygabivs. Mm-hmm. The Rygabivs? The Rygabivs, you know, the, the light spectrum. Yes, the true. spectrum, red, orange. <sighs> One of the things oh, RG. Rygabiv. One of the no, no, not uh, that. That that's how it looks on the computer screen. I'm talking about on the the literally to remember the colors of the rainbow. Of course, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Roy Biv. Yeah. Roy Biv. Yeah. There you go. Um, I don't know what this has to do with this. Like, well, I think I think gender. okay. So so the way that that really impacts like Jane Eyre and this, and, the, and the sort of state of with, um, Mrs. Rochester and how she was kept in the in the attic is that she was probably somewhere on that spectrum. Okay. On the Gryffindor to Slytherin spectrum. <laughs> right, right. You know, right. some people are all Gryffindor, some people are Slytherin, and some people are not. So mm. she was probably over there. But but the issue that I have is that um, the time wasn't ready to accept someone with her with her abilities to accept someone of her her place where she sat. So the only thing that they could do was just put her up in the ceiling. <laughs> so what I think it's it's a it's a critique of the time. Mm-hmm. And then now we can look back on it and learn from it and see like, okay, yeah, that's the way that Edward was, but now we can't even know go because go, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> Are we talking about Jack Hill? He's, he's wavering quite a lot. He okay. went around Liverpool there for a bit. No, well, you know, I don't really, I don't really, you know, I don't really buy that. Everyone in Liverpool is from Ireland. That's. They're mostly Irish people mm-hmm. in it's Liverpool. Very true. It's very true. Um, to add to that, I was just thinking, and back to your question as well, Chin, well, okay. is that, I think she is actually an idiot to go with him because you don't know whether his wife was crazy before she got put in the loft. That's a good point there. Or if she went crazy because she'd been locked in the loft. That's right. Mm. Well, Jean Jean Rhys wrote that famous book, which is like the uh, sequel to... Yeah, um, yeah. Sargasso uh, Sea. So, so I get White Sargasso Sea, which is basically Jane Eyre told from the perspective of uh, Mrs. Rochester, and um, it's a much more sympathetic portrait. I mean, it's, it is effectively like um, the best form of fan fiction we've ever had, mm. um, and it doesn't involve feet, which is great. Um, but yeah, this this is I, I can't help but feel sorry for Mrs. Rochester, who is marginalised and. Hey, sorry, just to interrupt you there. You said that's the best bit of fan fiction. Yeah. What about Pride and Prejudice and Zombies? That's pretty good. What about Fifty Shades of Grey? Well, no, no. Yeah. What about Clint Eastwood meets the Orangutan by Orangutan Lover sixty nine? Oh, what's that? It's a great piece of fan fiction. Possibly the best piece of fan fiction ever written. Don't oh. want to know. It's a threat. I've had to impound that fan fiction. What? Why? Because it contains coded messages that are against the Queen. Okay, you're gonna have to. Well, I don't know if we have time to get into this, but like, what is one of the messages? The Queen should be murdered. That is the main message. Where does, it, where does it say that in the book? It says the opening of each line is the Queen should be murdered. Well, this is an acrostic. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, so, sorry. One sentence starts with should. Yeah. And B. One starts with B. Yeah. And murdered. <laughs> murdered. One sentence starts with the word murdered. Yeah. Wait, wait. I'm going to see this. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to bring Tim, it Tim, you one. wrote it. Did I? <laughs> yes, I did. I did. I did. And the orangutan represents the Queen. Okay. And Clint Eastwood represents a Russian spy. What, licking out the Queen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With poison on his tongue. 
vaginal poison. I don't remember including any of these things. I think you are uh, reading way too much into the text here. I have the power of subtext. Yes, I know, but like, I think what you've done is read too much subtext into this. Your beef powers have exceed, extended their, their, their reach, I think. Um, why are you so... Uh, why are you so... Opinionated about it. Yeah, that, that's a good question, right there. About what the orangutan Clint Eastwood meets the orangutan. Yeah, because I wrote it. It's, uh, oh, he, he wrote it. I did write it. Oh, yes. Got him. I am. It's true. Him. It's true. <laughs> you just chopped my hand off. <laughs> Those cuffs were way too hard. Did somebody give me back my hand? I feel like Mr. Rogers. Well, that is what you get. <laughs> Yeah. For oh, well. wanking too yeah. hard. Won't be setting fire to any houses anytime soon. Um, Actually, not Buckingham Palace. <laughs> <laughs> shall, shall we move on to the last part? Okay, let's move on to the last part of our show, which is let me hear your thoughts about this book. Lenny, what do you think of Jane Eyre? I thought it was great. I thought it was absolutely wonderful. I loved it to bits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any specific reasons why? Well, I like the characters, I like the story, I liked uh, the subtext. I can't remember what I said. It was, a, it was about Satan. It's yes. good. Yeah, yeah, it's solid, solid book. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Okay, all right. That's a positive review. Rebecca, what do you think of Jane Eyre? I think it's a very solid book. It's got um, it's a good good expose of like in depth storytelling. I think the main character Jane is very strong throughout the book. She builds okay. up. Um, it's a good show of like. It's a good. You see her change her way through the book. That's it's very quite cool. meaty in the story. Yeah. So big thumbs up for this book. Would you recommend it to everybody? Um, I would. Um, I would get them to like, like, and subscribe if they liked it. Okay, so if I subscribe to Jane Eyre, the yeah, book yeah. Uh, <laughs> available at all good podcasts. Yeah, watch you do a cinnamon challenge. It's quite good that one. Oh, okay. I'll have to yeah, I'll check that out. All right. So that's two positive reviews. Alice, what do you think of Jane Eyre? Yeah, ten out of ten, baby. Yeah. Oh my god, this seems fairly unanimous. We've got only got one person left to go. Total load of bollocks. Oh, no! no. We could have right. put it in the Hall of Fame. No, yeah, I'm not having that. Why, why, why did you not like this book? It's racist. Okay. <laughs> I'm not represented in it. <gasps> That's very true. <laughs> people in every book we were there we were building the Tower of London we were there where we were building the, the Bridge of London we were building the Bridge of Tower we we built basically everything with bridge or tower in it and you're the policeman as well are they? Oh. <laughs> okay, <all> right. <laughs> but excuse me what do you mean so so you're saying that I was actually so so I should have been in the book because I was the poli- I don't understand. How do you no, know? No. How do you know the characters weren't Irish? You didn't yeah. you, 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 Isn't there a character? Who, well, they, well has... they, they pronounced all of their THs <laughs> to begin with, so that was Wait, a... wait, wait. I think Rebecca's on something. I remember very vividly a scene in Jane Eyre after Thornfield House is burning down. There's a police officer that Show's over, folks! Nothing to see here! Isn't that like he's Irish, right? Or maybe he'd had a stroke or something. See, you're obsessed. Now no. change, change your mind. Well, he did. Well, he didn't have a good enough role in the book. <laughs> he was policeman number one. Yeah. Well, look. Okay. So take for example a, a, a good story, like a story I like is like Taken. Yes. Do you know Taken? Yes, I do. No, know that's Taken. a good story. Right, right, right. You know, right. a good, strong, tall Irishman there at the front. Right, right, right. Front of the line. Brian Taken. Uh, they've taken his daughter. Like, uh, which is ironic, given that his name is Brian Taken. 
But um, was was that the line? What's that line he says in that film? I don't know who who, who this is. Brian who is this? Oh, listen, listen. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you've done. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> I'm Brian Taken. I'm Brian Taken. Goodbye. Well, what else do you like? It's like a weird prank caller. I like uh, I like that movie with the wolves. Oh 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 um, oh, what was it called? The Grey. Uh, no, no, that's not, that's not it. The um, Grey's Dancing with Wolves. The Three Little Pigs. The Three Little Pigs. No, that's just with the wolf. Oh, okay. He's also Irish. <gasps> the Gladiators. But, uh, Patrick Wolf. Mm. Patrick Wolf's great. Well, American Werewolf. Virginia London. Wolf. Mm. I like anything that has a U2 song in it. <laughs> so you so like I, liked, uh, I like Beautiful Days. They're yeah. great. I like... Yeah. Uh, Do you like Kendrick Lamar's most recent album? Well, does, is it... Is it, uh, has it got a... Uh, yeah, a it does. It's got a bit of view to it. Well, then I love that chat. <laughs> Bring it on. Okay, so, but you didn't like Jane Eyre. No, I didn't. Oh, that's a shame. I, I found it offensive. But you know what? You know what? This is not the end of the world, because as we all know, uh, we all love books, but like, no book is perfect. Every book can be improved, and this is your chance to give your input and feedback on how Charlotte Bronte could have made this a better book. Okay, In great. a section that we call Notes... I look forward to that. It has gotten a bit longer. You made it even longer. Why? Just to give us more time to think about our notes. What kind of milk do you guys drink? Coconut. I don't drink any milk. You don't drink any milk. I drink the milk of beef. What if you had an udder of a cow? Yeah, an udder of a beef cow that hadn't yet been milked. <sighs> would you would you eat that? Because it would probably have some residual no, milk beef. left in no, it. I'd have, so I'd have, rang. To, I'd have to squeeze out all the milk first. <laughs> I can only have beef. But you'd eat. So you'd eat the udder. You'd eat your cow's udder. Yeah. It has to be descriptive of beef. I can't so... have veal, for example. Oh, that's interesting. It's not beef. That is okay. so rank, Lenny. I, I that is so rank. I find it rather romantic. <laughs> it is romantic. Thank you. Have a little ribbon tied round the other. And then you can That's kiss it. Romantic. You can kiss the other. Christ. Notes, everybody. Let's go from uh, 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 Montgomery. Uh, Montgomery. <laughs> Montgomery. Monty. Monty. You had. Don't call me things. Monty. Just Montgomery, please. Montgomery. I didn't give you permission to give me a nickname. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought we were friends. Now. Dad, you goddamn motherfucker. <laughs> okay, steady on, steady on, chap. Um, Montgomery. You had the strongest opinions about this book. How would you have improved it? Oh well, I I I feel I've already shown my hand when it comes to how I would more you too this. more you it should have been like in the background just like Bono going hello hello I'm at a place called Vertigo yeah. one and two three fourteen yeah. and, uh, yes that's oh the the, the <laughs> traditional British. Uh, misinterpretation. Katorse is actually a, a, a word in uh, native Irish. It's a Celtic word. So what does it mean? What does it mean? It's a skirt you put on a Labrador. Okay, so he said one, two, three, skirt you put on a Labrador. It makes more sense if, in the language. It's contextual as well. So you can see, if you could watch the video, he's actually in a dog shop uh, buying a dog and then he's, he's counting... And, and then a woman at the beginning of the music video comes in and goes, Oh, Bono, how's it going? Bono goes, I'd like to get me one of them dogs. And she goes, which dog? And then he points, one, two, three. And then then he looks over to the to the, to the clothes that they got on the wall. And he goes, Cajarse. And, and, and it's, it's a completely regular. I, 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 
as Joey, you know. So, I, so in his introduction to the song, as he's counting down the song, he gets distracted by his purchase of a skirt, gets to buy for a Labrador. Is that good? And he was in a studio recording this at the time? Like, no, it's in the music video. Okay, okay, okay. Although everyone else is following him around playing music and music. He's very lucky, you know. And, he does. and is the dog called Vertigo? Oh, the, no, the, they throw the dog off a building. <laughs> the dog's got no name. <laughs> Where the dogs have no name. Yep. <laughs> well, obviously, if you've named the dog, it makes it much harder to throw it off the building. Like, yeah, the dog, Mrs. Name. Rochester. Maybe, yeah. With the yeah. dog being slivering or. <laughs> being slivered, sliver puff. All the members of you two, what would they be? Okay. Well, they'd be all Let's go. Awesome Let's go. Uh, uh, the Edge. Oh, he's Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff, yeah. Well, no, I'm, the Edge is a Ravenclaw. The Edge is a Ravenclaw. He's got Claw, Edge. Sharp, sharp. Claws, Actually, no. None edge. of you two, none of you two, would be in Hufflepuff because none of which they two. still haven't found what they're looking for. Would the dog be in Hufflepuff? <laughs> no, that's a, that's a proper good joke. Are you are you a father? Do you have children? Uh, and because that was like that's the kind of joke that I make. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's a I love that. I have cat babies. You have a cat baby. Oh my god, a woman after my own heart. Isn't that another to get divorced. Isn't that something on, that you saw in Deviant Park? <laughs> cat no. baby. Um, I, I, so that's your, that's your note then for Jane Eyre. More you two. And all of the characters should have been drinking Guinness the whole time. <laughs> Even when she was a child. Even when she was a child. Just like low alcohol. Can you get low alcohol Guinness? No. Mm. And oh, you shouldn't yeah. be able to. Yeah, it's true. I only drink Bovril. And they should have been wearing... Oh, that's good. That's true, yeah. It's beef but that's right. What about um, beef eater gin? No, that is not beef. It's just corn beef. It's true. It's true. We, we, were, we, we went over this in the previous uh, episode. Um, okay, that's a great note, uh, Montgomery. Oh, Alice. Thank, well, thank you kindly. No, you're welcome. Thank you kindly. Alice, how would you have improved this book? Hmm. Hmm. I think... I think... It would have been a more empowering story if she hadn't gone with Rochester at the end. So the book should have ended with Reader, I didn't marry him. Mm. The end. Is that going to change you with the man? Yeah. I think I think she goes, you know what, Rochester? You deserved it. Mm-hmm. And then she And then like, she says, Sinjin! Oh, I'm going to marry my cousin. And then she marries her cousin. Yeah, that's how much I hate you. I've married my cousin, who I don't even love. Well, what's wrong with that? You married your cousin? Haven't you? No, I'm not married. <laughs> well, okay, then. Maybe we'll explore that another time. <laughs> well, maybe we will, maybe we will. Okay, so you, like, so he, he, she marries Sinjin just to rub the salt into his wounds. Yeah. Um, he does deserve it, doesn't he? He doesn't deserve it. It's a bit weird to keep his wife in the loft. Mm. It goes beyond weird. It goes to inhumane, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. All right, I, I like that. I like that. So it's uh, like the same story, except like she goes back just to laugh at how disfigured and handless he is now. Oh, not to laugh, maybe. I think she should have a good okay. laugh. Okay, okay, Chin. You're, you, you know, it's my note, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this is a recurring problem I'm noticing more and more with this guy. Is that he just doesn't? Yeah. He asks questions and then gets pissed off when you don't say exactly what he's already thinking. I don't like that. I don't like what you yeah, said. Yeah, I'm not surprised you didn't like it, you goddamn like racist. I wish, I, wish you, I wish you hadn't said that. Um, but yes, that's a good note, Alice. I like that a lot. Um, My goddamn Rebecca. note on you is a okay, good okay. piece of shit. Steady on there. Fuck Steady on you. there. Yeah. You, you come in here, you come into your own house looking all 
looking all angry mm. and, and... Oh, wait, is that a dirty building I see over there? Oh, my God, where am I? What an idiot. <laughs> you <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, Rebecca, how would you have improved mm. this book? I'm briefly just knocking onto the, one of the adaptions. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would li- really like to see the relationship between Jane and her school chum a lot more. Helen Burns. Yeah, because in the um, like TV-based adaptions, you do see that they do have a certain lot more um, kind of intimate relationship. Oh, so you're saying that there's like a... There seems to be... Like, I think her friend has a lot more to explore. Like, oh. needs to like pad a character out a bit more. Okay, all right. So give a bit more time to the relationship between um, Helen and Jane. How intimate is this relationship that you're suggesting that they have, though? Is this a kind of like a uh, Sherlock and Watson kind of relationship we're talking Possibly, about? Possibly, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Do you One ship them? One of them, them? grows a moustache, I don't know. Okay. Do you, like do you ship them? Do you ship uh, Jane and Helen, then? I wouldn't say ship them, but I think that they make quite a strong, like, female powerhouse. Right. I see, because I've got a tart here that depicts um, a pregnant Jane Eyre and um, Helen Burns, like, um, like crying a tear no, of joy. No, right. do not need to see that. Okay, all right. I'm full on, I'm and there's, full on and the see, And tart. there's Clint Eastwood in the background there, getting up to some no-good business with that orangutan. Right. <laughs> I'll put a lot of work into this one. This guy's a hedon. I like that I like he's that. bloody so, crazy female friendship seems to be something that's neglected in this book because it's so much about like Jane Mr. Eyre. Rochester yeah, yeah exactly more. so maybe she maybe if she hadn't killed off Helen like in the book it, it does seem quite abrupt to kill off her friend like mm-hmm. I mean she, it was influenced by the death of her sister Maria she uh, has to go through all that though doesn't she that's yeah. something what to become like a better yeah. mm. she doesn't have any female friends though does she Jane in this book yeah the Adele I guess who could have had it all yeah <laughs> she could have but she was too you busy know, rolling, rolling in, the deep. in the deep yeah there we go <laughs> the deep sea of and why because the sky was falling mm. but anyway that's a good point I think there should be much more of the female friendship I explored in Jane that's a very good point um, thank you for your notes uh, Rebecca Lenny how would you improve this book I would have made a, a professional snowboarder and her nickname would have been Jane Big Air <laughs> Right, okay. And at the end of the book, does she return to Thornfield Hall? On her no, she does a really big air. <laughs> she does an air. Well, she goes really high in the air. On a half pipe or on a normal, like, a more linear No, ride? big air is not a half pipe. I'm be fucking with it. Big air is... <laughs> yeah, big air is a half pipe. It's not a half pipe. That's yeah, a half pipe. Yeah, but half pipes are fucking half pipe. No, but when they go when they go up the side of the half pipe, they shoot up no, into no, the no, air. No, big air is in a separate event where they're going downhill and there's big mounds. They go over them. Right, well, it sounds like it'll be a completely different story. Yeah. No, there'll just be a brief diversion where she goes to the Winter Olympics. Well, that, that's yeah. not a, At what point for, would this diversion... For, and for which country might she be the competing? UK. What? No. GB. But as part of Northern Ireland, then, <laughs> at least, please. Well, it'd be rep- representing all the people in Northern Ireland, definitely. How many people are there in Northern Ireland? <sighs> Enough. Okay, right. There's enough people You're there. From Dublin. I'm from Dublin. I, I'm I know. Not really I was confused so... too, to be honest. Well, I'm from Dublin, but you know, we don't hate them. Bye. Tony, <laughs> Blair, Tony Blair sort of fit to that. <laughs> so, um, but I, I like the sound of this, Lenny. You play, you play rugby together, actually, don't you? We do. Mm. With Tony Blair. No, Ireland, oh. Ireland, and Northern Ireland. I thought, I thought you meant Tony. That. Tony Blair is the coach. They play oh, rugby. He's the, the same, manager. Same team. That's why the Ireland rugby have been doing so terribly recently. 
who doesn't know anything about rugby. <laughs> he keeps trying to get all these big, strapping young, handsome lads to go to the Middle East. He's like, well, if I can get it to work over here, maybe it'll work over there. And it, it's, I mean, the, the man's crazy. It's true. My cousin's in the team. Oh, wow. What's his name? That's good. Darden. Darden O'McLean. No, the, he's from the other side. Oh, what's, so... Darden Odin Day, though. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> right. Um, so, well, going back to your note, Lenny, well, yeah. at what point would the snowboarding storyline diverge from the main original? Well, it's just, uh, it's just that she, after her school days, yeah. she becomes a professional snowboarder, gets a bronze medal in the big air event. Right, mm. right. So she doesn't go to Thornfield Hall, she just goes to the Winter No, Olympics. she does, but she goes to the Winter Olympics and then Thornfield Hall. Mm. Yeah, so, so so she doesn't win, and because she doesn't win, she doesn't. Yeah, so she only gets a bronze and carries on with the story. Because air is not big enough. Okay, oh. I like that. Okay, all right, fair enough. But that just seems like a, how does this impact the rest of the story? What about Jane Airbender? Ooh, that would be good. She's, yeah. is she the Avatar? Maybe. Maybe. Or she's just homosexual. <laughs> All right. Okay. It's, uh, <laughs> we're all on the spectrum. We're a lot. We're a lot. We're all true. on the spectrum. It's very, it's very true. That's why we all. <laughs> no, there's anything wrong with that. Obviously. Yep. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. May all your Sonics be pregnant. Seventy-five um, percent of beef eaters are gay. Are they? Yeah. Oh my! That's why the birth rate's so low. That's <laughs> why they're all maiden Hamleys, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You get the power of power of homosexuality. Very, very true. Very true. Okay. Well, thank you for that note, Lenny. Um, I guess we'll explore more about that next time you're on the show. Thank you uh, very much. Uh, well, that almost brings us to the end of the show. I guess I have one last thing to ask. Is, does anybody want to plug anything whilst you're on the show? Ooh. Oh, yeah. I, I Are you fed up of going to a building site and noticing there's mud everywhere? Come to, come to Montgomery's Clean Building Surprise, where we, where we are clean and it's surprising that we're clean. Are you fed up of your hammer not doing that, that smash? Are you fed up of your saws not making the cut? Are you fed up of your, of your nails not nailing it? Come to Montgomery's steam building surprise. It's all on the day. Oh, all out through the night and through the day. Are you fed up of driving your car and then there's dust on the wheels? Come to Montgomery's clean building supplies where we don't get dust on the wheels of the car because they're covered in plastic. Okay, thank you for... The address is number 123 on Dirtlestone Road, Dublin. N-W Dublin. <laughs> thank you very much. B-X. The mobile, my mobile number is 023 123 2323. Come to, come to Montgomery's Clean Building Supplies. What's your well, website? So you don't have to... Our website www.montgomerysCleanBuildingSupplies. Www, um, we go the clean, so you don't have to be in. Dot. Come. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much for that unplug. Anybody else want to plug anything once you're here? Anyone? Anyone? No. We good? Well, right. if you would all just mind, could you use your plugs to plug my my warehouse? <laughs> no, I don't think we need to because, do that. No, please, because. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an independent businessman. I'm the only person that works there. So if somebody else, what could, we need more, we need more business. We need we're getting off the ground. So Alice, go ahead, 
Plug Montgomery Clean Building uh, Surprise. M- Montgomery's Clean Building Surprise. Supply. Okay. You can get some cool clean things. At thank the you. Thank you. Warehouse where only one guy works. Cleaning supplies in acid. Yeah. I, actually, I'd like to plug the royal family. What? No. <laughs> they were right. They're doing a good job. But what about Rebecca? And also Dan just... Offen's BBC Heat on the 18th of June. Oh, yes, Dan Offen. I don't know if that's when it is. Yeah, when it is broadcast. Close friend of the uh, podcast, Dan Offen, is in the BBC uh, Comedian of the Year Heat. Um, and we are all very proud of him, indeed. Mm. Let's, have, let's have a little round of applause. <laughs> is he gay? He is. Oh, massive. massive. I don't have a problem with that. Neither do I. Neither do I. Um, so he's he's going to be on the radio, mm-hmm. on BBC Radio 4 Extra. So she, no, he doesn't get to be on the main radio, just the extra radio. Oh, mm. so he's on Radio 4 Extra. Yeah. I think. It might be Radio 4, but I'm not. No, it's Extra. Okay. <laughs> all, right. all right, all right. It's a fair answer. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned for that. Um, have we got anything else? Have we got anything else to say? <laughs> I think Rebecca was going to plug my building supplies. <laughs> Were you? building supplies company. You can plug anything you, you'd like, Rebecca. No, you cool, should, yeah. no, you should cl- plug my business. Uh, I would like to hand a big, wonderful plug out to um, Montgomery's Cleaning Supplies. <laughs> no, Clean Building Supplies. Clean Building Supplies. All the Thank cleanliness you, you can get. Um, the new shades of... Um, of flash wipes, new shades. You got some different strengths, didn't you? Do we got we got three different strengths? Nice. What are the strengths? Weak, <laughs> medium, and strong. Good strengths, and they got man size as well, which is good for That's your true. plugging needs. That's yeah, very true. Yeah. Very true. Got to fill in those man size. They actually got a new Instagram as well, haven't you? Yeah, um, we do. At what is that? At at Montgomery's Clean Building Supplies. There's some nice supplies. No, no, he said supplies. Supplies. Sack Sack It's um, we couldn't get Montgomery's clean building supplies, mm-hmm. so we just tried to get something that sounds like it. And they just have little cats. What? Um, no, hold that! What? Someone else already had <laughs> Montgomery's clean building supplies. Someone else had that. Yeah, so it, it was my brother. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his own warehouse. Yeah. I really don't think this is the right time. No. <laughs> No. I think we should. I, I think okay. I'm gonna call an end to this now. We need to end this. Um, hmm? But um, uh, I plug, plug. no, no, I'm all plugged. We all plugged. Oh, we all plugged. Plug. Okay, I just I have one last thing to say. Write to us at Faking That Podcast at gmail.com if you've got anything you want to say to us. Say it to our face, you cowards. Um, and follow us on, on our website, which is podcast at wordpress.com. We're also on Facebook, and obviously you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, all those great iPod apps. But until next time, thank you very much, for everybody, for joining me today. Uh, my name's Ming Chun-Si. Keep supporting your local bookstores and libraries. Bye-bye. I goodbye, love you. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. goodbye.